Cynical Sheep is a listener-supported program. That means we depend upon you, the listener, to help us grow and keep the show going. You can help us by liking and sharing this podcast, leaving a review, and interacting with us on Facebook. If you have a question or if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, drop us a line at cynicalsheep.gp at gmail.com. Thank you for your support. Want you to get up this morning, skip around like a lamb. Well, it got. I don't never change. Oh, always will be God. This is Cynical Sheep, and I'm here with Tony. Tony, how you doing? Man, I'm doing uh, doing well, Aaron. You know, especially. Uh, considering how much of the state here is faring uh yeah we we are doing well here safe and dry and praying for our neighbors in the southern part of the state so yeah how they uh is it getting how's it getting down there i don't watch the news so when i asked i had to ask people about this other people that watch and they tell me how it is what's going on yeah uh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Aaron. I I don't really watch much news. Um, I often joke that FNN is where I get my my news, Facebook network news. Right. Um, that's where I that's where I get the majority of mine, which is, is funny. That parlays very good in the night and topic. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, uh, last I heard, I, th- I think something like a million people out without power. I think the whole city of New Orleans is without power. Um, yeah, just some incredible video and images coming out of that area down there, and it's it's a shame. Um, it's a shame on that on that date, man. That date uh, that date has not been historically good uh, for that part of the state. And the anniversary of Katrina and some others that have that have devastated the coastal area in Louisiana. So, yeah. I remember Katrina. Katrina was bad. I ended up. Um, I had a uh, um, job during that time that I was way up here in Arkansas, and you would think, like, uh, you know, that I wouldn't be affected by Katrina up here, but I was, in fact, <laughs> <laughs> very much affected. I actually lost that job <laughs> because uh, the. Um, I, I remember that during that time after Katrina, they froze all sales of HUD homes and I was a title closer uh, ah. for HUD homes. And uh, so all of the homes that I had on my, that we had under contract, when we closed those out, we would have no more. So all I had left were relocations to Arkansas, which surprisingly enough, aren't that many, if you could believe that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then just regular home closings and, uh, at the time, this was 2000, 2005, 2006. So the market wasn't the same as it was as it is now. Um, yeah. So yeah. Are, are you are you chewing on a bone, Aaron? No, that's my dog. <laughs> my coworker. <laughs> I'm giving Aaron a hard time. We went through that, and I I did not hear it before we got on the air, and I just heard it for the first time. Yeah. Well, she. <laughs> She may start whining in a minute. I had to cut that out. (laughs) We're going to talk about um, 
anxiety, how does it play into the Christian walk? How does it affect our lives as Christians? Yeah. A sin to be anxious. And to that, I would say, this is going to be a really short episode, by the way. To that, I would say, Jesus said, don't be anxious. So if you're anxious, ask forgiveness. Y'all have a good week. Talk to y'all later. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) Speaking of anxiety. (laughs) No, I I, I think uh, what Jesus was talking about was um, anxiety over um, external um, circumstances. I definitely don't think he was meaning if you have a chemical imbalance, you know, mentally, that that's something that he's discussing in that instance. So I asked on Facebook, I'm probably a little bit too late, um, you know, and uh, maybe next week, if we get some responses on this, then I'll, I'll read them next week. uh, As how it's affected people's Christian walks. Mm. Um, Tony, what do you got to say about anxiousness? Anxiety. Well, um, first, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. My, um, uh, it's actually, I, I, heard i guess sermon may not be the the right discussion that was in our church that uh uh we had a guest and uh i consider a friend clint davis he's a local he's a local christian counselor and um pretty pretty well-renowned christian counselor owns a uh a thriving business here in this part of the state and we somewhat our 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 circles intertwine uh trauma events for children in foster care and things like that. They're, they're like on the forefront of trauma-informed care, he, he and his um, associates there. So anyway, so I want to give Clint, you know, his, his credit because um, a lot of the things that he shared are kind of, you know, made me take a step back and do some reflection now on my, on my own life and the impact of anxiety on my own life. And, uh, you, you know, I, I think – uh, most like anybody, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely subject to, um, uh, for anxiety, getting a foothold at times, uh, in my life. Uh, typically I'm not, I'm not, a, I, don't, I don't consider myself an over worrier, um, overy, over, uh, you know, excitable, uh, anxiety ridden person, but, uh, but definitely, uh, it, it has, I think, I think the, I think what happens is since I don't, I don't experience it a lot or I don't feel like I do, um, then, then I don't, I, the, the, the bad thing about that is I don't necessarily know how to handle it very well either. And so it definitely impacts my, my walk, my Christian walk, my relationships, everything, uh, during those times, when it does because at that point it's it, it usually grows um you know to proportions it shouldn't have because uh because i didn't probably deal with the best and there you go there's my admission of the week and i guess i think i'm starting to do that once an episode so maybe that'd be a regular thing i tell you <laughs> what how it is I struggle with each topic, but yeah, that's, that's kind of me and, and personally my experience with anxiety. How about, how about yourself, Aaron? Now, um, back when I was younger, um, I got 
um, diagnosed with, this was in, when I was in the military, got diagnosed with, uh, through some, um, maybe doctors and everything else with some, um, mental issues and everything else. Uh, I will say at the time, I think, uh, a lot of it was exasperated, um, from, uh, alcohol abuse and everything else. So, uh, and I've noticed over the years, um, as far as anxiety goes, um, I haven't sought any, uh, treatment or anything since the military. I was on medication in, in the military, but I ended up getting off of it because I didn't like uh, how it affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I ended up stopped taking it. And um, so just uh, in the past, in the fa- past few years, I've kind of learned to deal with it. Um, you know, my, my anxiety. Um, and like I said, now, I guess you would say it would be, undiagnosed anxiety is the only way I can describe it Um, because I haven't I I haven't sought treatment for it you know recently or anything like that or in my adult life um, later adult life mine manifests more as uh, um, irritability um, and uh, I'll get hypervigilant and uh, all these other things and um, I mean, there's there's different things that I, I've learned to do, um, you know, to try to control that. Um, a lot of times I have to, I do have to get away from people. And that this that does cause me to be kind of a, a recluse at times. And I know people maybe think that, um, especially like in, in certain settings where there's a lot of people, they may think I'm standoffish or um, antisocial or something like that. It's not the case. <laughs> It's just yeah. um, when I'm, I'm trying to get away, so I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't get to the point to where um, I'm. I'm out of control of my emotions. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, that that's been my experience with it. Um, you know, uh, like I said, no, um, no medication, or uh, I don't do meditation and everything else or anything. I don't do, uh, breathing exercises. I just kind of, uh, get away from us by myself and, and just, um, you know, yeah. Cool back down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Relax. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and the, the message that, it, you know, referred to earlier and, uh, um, I shared with 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 Aaron the link to it. Um, yeah, uh, it, you know we we talk about it. it I just thought it was uh, quite relevant when you consider what you know the things that Aaron and I have been talking about over the last couple of episodes. Um, and of course, Clint being who he is, being a Christian, being a believer, um, he did uh at the end of it all was it, it comes back around to our relationship right with god and you know and knowing our value and knowing that we are loved and we are his and we are kept and um yeah so um while while i want to you know just throw a couple of the things out there hopefully over the course of this episode that uh clint shared that really got my attention the stats and things like that that i had uh, originally shared with aaron when uh, the first thing i shared about the message uh i also wanted to make sure that we um 
you know, that we, uh, that we do, you know, tell everybody that that's where it comes back around to. It always comes back around to that. And he, and he talked about, you know, uh, about our relationship with God and, uh, and knowing we're loved. And I, and I think Aaron's going to, is going to um, put a link to that, to that message up for anybody who wants to go and listen to it. I, I'd recommend it. It's really good. Um, he actually has a, uh, um, he has a podcast of his own, Aaron. I don't know. How, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many. Uh, I don't know how many listeners he has. Uh, it's probably not the supersonic numbers we enjoy. But, of course uh, not. Yeah, no. I mean, only so many hours in a day. So right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But he actually has one called "Asking Why," where he sits down and talks to uh, other professionals. Um, about trauma issues and other other issues but anyways enough about that um so yeah one of the things that really stood out to me and uh i shared this with aaron and i'd kind of like to know i mean those people that may follow us on facebook follow us on platforms uh what do you think about these stats uh the the first thing he shared that got my attention i i guess because um raised a number of you know teenagers really a, a lot of them on the front end of the social media boom and then um and then others that have never known what life is like without a cell phone you know without a smartphone for that for that matter and so when he shared that uh teens today are experiencing the same level of clinical anxiety as asylum patients in the 1950s <laughs> wow i mean right that's that's an, that's that's crazy to think yeah. about um what do you think when you heard that aaron there's well i mean it, it makes sense because like like we or like you said you know we we came in you know we we saw the whole thing we were fortunate enough to you know live it seemed like in two different eras maybe three, I don't know, but at least two different eras where there was a BC before computer and then AC after computer, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, uh, uh, we've been able to see the rise of social media and everything else. And with kids, we didn't have that pressure with that social media puts on people while we were in high school. Yeah. Um, and there we didn't have the dangers of it there we had not to say we didn't have our own inherent you know challenges and dangers and everything else we did but this i think the teenagers now they have that and then they have hmm. the social media aspect the internet aspect added to it so yeah they have what what their underdeveloped minds are telling them about their status and their worth just in, you know, in everyday life. And then what the, unfortunately they have this external reality <laughs> that's nothing but the, you know, the best of people's lives that is uh, even more daunting, you know, whereas like you said, we did, we had none of that, you know, that was not, I, I, I don't remember if it was this message in particular, or if it was Clint spoke a couple of weeks at our church and um. I don't remember if it was this one or the week before when he was uh, 
talking and he made the point, you know, when you and I were at least young in those, in those formidable years, you know, you may have had uh, two or three friends and uh, you, you kind of knew what was going on in their world. They knew what was going on in yours, but outside that, that was kind of it, you know, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like we knew what was going on with everybody and everybody's lives. And uh, he talked about, you know, this normalized anxiety that all of us have, you know, uh, and, and how COVID, you know, now being the hot button topic and we've touched upon that and the vaccine and, uh, but, and he talked about how that, you know, essentially just sees it as a distraction because it's, it's just what today's topic is, you know, before this, it was Black Lives Matter and it was, you know, this or that. It was all these different things that divided us. And uh, he's right. I mean, it created this, this alternative universe where you almost expected, you know, to walk outside and, uh, you know, you know get into a, a fight and get into an argument with somebody of a different race or, um, or, you know, have a, you know, a, a throw down with somebody because you were, were or were not wearing a mask and they were doing the opposite. And so, right. and, and when you start with that baseline, it, you know, we just got this generalized anxiety that all of us are dealing with from, from the get go. And it's, uh, and it's been it's crippled. It's crippled our um, relation relational abilities. Yeah, and which one is more real to them, as well? You know, is the is the online world more real, or is the is that what matter? Not more real, but is that what matters more? Mm -hmm. Is how you're perceived online or in real life? You know. Yeah. Um. You know, because every everything everybody and we know this and i'm sure they know it too they're not stupid but they know that those picture perfect photos or you know that they're staged there's probably 50 other photos that did not get into the <laughs> didn't make the cut because they weren't just perfect you know yeah. and that's that's all you're getting online is someone else's the highlight reel of their life Right. You're not seeing the messiness. And like you said, um, beforehand, if you had a friend and you knew what was going on in their life, you had, you had a sense of privacy and you, you had the, also had the, I don't want to say knowledge, but you weren't worried about it following something really following you, maybe like a conversation or, um, something that you did some one stupid decision that you made as a young person um following you around for 20 40 years from now mm, yeah you know, that's another stress i see them having you know they can't yeah. they, they feel like they're in a uh under a microscope from yeah. up street yeah no that's that's a great point Aaron. yeah um yeah thank goodness i mean how many times have you know uh in, have you heard somebody of our generation you know joke about that and my good but it's true i mean yeah it is true thank, yeah thank goodness you know social media wasn't around uh when we were growing up because yeah i mean that, you know i can't imagine having some of my most vulnerable or most idiotic moments memorialized you know yeah uh, for 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 forever you know in digital yeah. format that that's just that's um that 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 alone you're right would have it, it's got to be 
taxing as well. So yeah. you running for public office? Oh, remember what you did when you were 15 years old? No, you don't. Okay, here it is. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And, and it happens, right? We, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're seeing it, you know, at the highest level. We see it every four years. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. everything being uncovered, unearthed, and uh, yeah, here you go. So, um, but but like we said, you know, and that's just us. And e even at even at that, that's for most of us, and for most of us at our age. That's when, you know, we, we have, you know, lived a good portion of our life and we should be making better decisions for these kids. You know, that's yeah. uh, like you said, right. You know, the, the moment and it's younger and younger. I mean, you know, it, it, we've, we've since gotten to the point where, you know, it's a status symbol almost, you know, in elementary to have a phone, you know, and, and that's, that's crazy. That's insane to me. Uh, you know, that, uh, that we're not sheltering our children, you know, more. And while, while since I've touched specifically on that, uh, the, the other thing that really, the other stat from this uh, message that, that really caught me by surprise, and uh, I, I would imagine most of us when you hear it, um, is that we spend on average four to five hours a week face-to-face um, -face with our children four to five hours a week. And um, conversely, we spend, and this was pre-pandemic, according to Clint, um, we spend 17 hours on average in front of a screen every day. <laughs> I don't, use it 45 hours a week with our, in front of our kids? Four, four to five, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I get four to five hours a week. And to be honest, I don't know if I get four to five hours a week of FaceTime in front of my kids. I know yeah. I get, I know I get quite a bit of screen time, you know, between um, just work and uh, school and stuff like that. Everything that we do, plus yeah. uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, right. all that takes up a lot of time and, and the yeah. kind of, and I, I wonder about that. And I, I do feel a little, and like when I'm, I'm sitting with my son, you know, if they're watching a movie or something like that, it's normally when I'm on it, but instead of watching a movie with them, I'm, I'm reading something or I'm on my phone, regardless yeah. of what I'm doing, I'm on my phone and yeah. I'm not being present with them. I'm somewhere else. That's right. And That's right. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I feel guilty about that because when I was a kid, you know, my dad wasn't home a lot. You know, because of work, I don't fault him for that uh, anymore. I, there were I had issues with that for a long time, and then when I, I I I finally got to a point to where I was okay with it, and then once I had a son, I understood because um, at the time I only had one kid. I said I can only imagine how he must have felt having four kids at home um, and a wife. You know, because my mother was a stay-at-home mother. Um, so he had to take, so I, of course he worked all the time. And when he was home, um, he was busy because yeah. he had to take care of stuff that he couldn't do when he was working. So my dad was constantly working. He was always doing something and I always wanted that attention from him. Yeah. And I wanted, uh, you know, I wanted his time from him and I didn't get that. And now I have an opportunity 
No, no, he said he always said he wanted better for his kids than what he had, what he grew up with. And okay. as far as material stuff, I mean, all of it, all of us say we, you know, um, I don't, I don't want to say we're blessed, you know, we are, but I don't want to use that just as monetary or anything like that. Um, we've, we've all done well in our, in our lives. We're all better financially than he was, than what we were raised up as, you know? Um, so we're all in a better financial position than that. But as far as giving my time to my kids, I'm not, I cannot say that I'm doing any better just for the simple fact that if my son, if I'm sitting and watching a movie with my son, if it's something that I don't want to watch, then I'm on my phone. So I'm actually not with him. I'm with whatever else I'm interacting with online. And, um, there's that's, I know that's definitely something that I'm convicted about. Yeah. Myself right now. So. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, Hey man, thank you. Thank you for your transparency. I think, uh, I think if we're all being honest, um, you know, I think if we took a deeper look, I think that's what most of us, even the, even the best, you know, even the best parents, you know, that I I would consider, you know, that I know, I'm sure they'd tell you the same thing. Uh, And, 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 you know, even, even worse, they're, they're, our children probably would. Right. Um, because I'm right there with you. I, I will. I, I was so. Um, I was so convicted that I want to say that the next weekend or so, I had an opportunity. I had a had a couple of our kids. The kids were split. Melanie um, had half of them with her, and they were actually up there in Arkansas. We have a, another daughter getting married in October, and so with all of that goes with that. Uh, she and the girls, uh, majority girls, um, right, went went to that and did that, and so I had some time with a few of them here, and uh, you know I, ha- I had to get things done. There's things that I have to do at odd hours for my nine to five job, and so uh, so th- there was no choice but to include them. But then, you know, it was intentional. We you know we went to we went to dinner. We grabbed us a hamburger, the fast food place, and sat down and. You know, and we and we talked, and uh, and it was nice. Uh, it really was to to put the phone away and just have conversations with them. And uh, and 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 we we're better at times about that as a family. There we go through that. We've always had a um, you know a, a no phones at the table for the ones that have phones. And quite honestly, I, if I'm being honest, I'm the one that that breaks that typically that cycle because. I bring it back to the table. I'm trying to multitask during that time. That should be time just for them. Um, that's when I should be focused on at that time. And we do, we do an, personally, our family, we do a roller coaster probably with that. Uh, we, we really well, we do that really well. Sometimes um, I mean, carving out that time at least, um, which is uh, insignificant amount of time when you look at uh, comparatively, but uh and those times we do it, you know, you know, really, you know, really poorly. Uh, so uh, I'm right there with you. Um, I am. That's a, that Bob, I am definitely not the gold standard. Uh, far, far, far from any gold standard. I don't, I don't even know uh, what standard I uphold, but it was <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
scrap metal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll settle for the world's okayest dad cup. How about that? I'll take Father's that. Day. Yeah. Because yeah. that's he's not, he's I'm, not bad. He's not good. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm rather undeserving of that. Yeah, that's my cup. <laughs> world's okay as dad. World's okay as dad. Yeah, I'm gonna take that back, Dad, because you've actually yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean I'm right. I just yeah, I'm right there with you, man. That's uh that's me too. It, it really that really it it, you know, and we tell ourselves, right, we tell us ourselves all these things that, you know, that, well, I have to get this done. I have to get that done. And uh, I don't know. I think it's just a, I think it's a lie of the enemy. I do. I think it's a intentional distraction from what's important. And, uh, and like Clint's also said, we're not going to beat it. He said, you know, he's right. It's uh, everything that goes into, you know, what they do and everything else, you're, you, we're not going to beat it. You know, it's the machines there. It's in your face. It's, you know, you're, you're not, you're, you're just not, there's too much working against you. Um, So it's important to be mindful. It's important to be in the moment, you know, the, as much as possible. And, And like we said earlier to, to remember that the anxiety that comes at least, you know, from all this, even from us, you know, and our, 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 what will probably keep us up tonight is our fear of failure as a parent yeah. uh, after working through this. Um, <laughs> I, got, yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you, like, I, I do this, so this is why I'm asking. Oh. And I'm sure other people do this too. Like, I have uh, separation anxiety from my phone. So like if, if when like when my battery is low and I have to go charge it a lot of times I ha- I'll just like right right now because of the the questions and stuff that I ask um I have my phone charging on my computer but normally uh yeah, yeah. 99.9% of the time my charger is in my bedroom beside my bed. So if I if I need to charge my phone, I don't bring a charger in here in the living room or anything else. I take it back to my bedroom and I plug it up and I walk away from it. Yeah cannot leave that phone on the charger for i mean it, it would probably charge within 45 minutes if i let it you know fully charge um but i cannot leave it in there long enough for it to get a full charge before i'm maybe maybe 20 minutes 25 minutes tops and i'm right back in there unplugging it and putting it in my pocket or something it's it's kind of like, you know, like when you used to wear a watch all the time. And then when you didn't wear your watch, you were like, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I feel naked. Ah, yeah. And now you don't have your phone in your hand or in your pocket or something. And you don't feel complete without that yeah. phone. That's how I, that's, that's oh. how I am. So that's another aspect of it, I think. Oh, no. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just <laughs> uncover all the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, yeah, that's probably true, Aaron. I don't even I'm mean, honest, I don't even think about that, but I'm I'm I know that's true. I mean, uh you know, to the it has to be true because I don't know how many nights, especially on a weekend, that uh, you know, I limp I limp mine to the to the charger at bedtime and it's almost dead because yeah, I haven't let it do that all day. And so I've I've gotten enough, I've gotten my fix, you know, gotten it gotten it off the charger and gotten my fix. And you know, usually it's, you know, it's about to die at bedtime because I haven't 
probably the two or three trips I made back there to put it on the charger. I haven't left it alone. I've got one in my truck that's real easy. You know, it's mounted and I just stick it on there. And yeah. so it charges most of the day. So when I'm home on the weekend for the majority of the time, yeah, I probably charge it two or three times a day for for minutes at a time and uh, am probably guilty of the exact same thing. Uh, I need to take stock of that, take inventory to see how how often I do do that. But uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I, I know I'm the same way. Yeah, I know I'm. I don't, I don't, I don't know which one would be worse. Is would it be worse? Is it worse that you're that you're not mindful? Of, or is it worse that I'm mindful of it, but I do it anyway? The, <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't even care. I just wait. I don't want it. <laughs> Great question. I, I let me look at. Let me look on Facebook. And now I'll be honest, uh-huh. looking on Facebook at this point in time is like opening the refrigerator. You know, you go to the refrigerator <laughs> and you open it up and you're like, there's nothing to eat in here. And you shut it five minutes later, you're right back in there looking again. You know, there's nothing in there, but you're going to look anyway. That's you're right. Facebook is I'm like, why, why do I do this to myself? I know what's on it. It's just, there's nothing yeah. on here. There's not enhancing my life. You know what I mean? You're, <laughs> like you're right. Every once in a while, I'll see something like that was good, but most of the time, it's you know, it's just it's just junk, you know. Yeah, it's not adding value. Yeah, <laughs> at all. There's no value added. Anything, any time that you're getting there, there's no post or video that, yeah, that is altering the course of your life because uh, because it was so profound. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. Maybe that's a. Uh, Maybe that's one we pose there to our, our listeners too. Maybe get some uh, traffic on our Facebook page, and maybe we won't check it the next week. Yeah, we won't check it the next week. Yeah, we'll there. But <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, oh wow, we got the one on one shoulder and on the other, right? Yeah, telling our listeners, you know, some uh, con contradictory message there don't check your yes. face, but interact with us on facebook <laughs> whatever you do <laughs> if you're gonna cut back 90 percent, hey devote five percent of that 10 to right <laughs> to visiting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right because you want to talk about stuff that's profound right right place this is it <laughs> like oh boy no that's that's good that's a good question what's worse you know being mindful of it and doing or or not being and like i said there's probably a part of me that doesn't want to admit it i'm probably very mindful of what you said and the fact that i do that but um yeah I, i know this much it aggravates me because like i said all week i ride along and i got it in my truck i work out of my truck so much that i'm there it's running so it's charging most of the time and most of the time i i don't need to charge it during the week and then on the weekend you know uh, where i'm not tethered to a to a charger it um yeah it, it interrupts my day to have to go and charge it so yeah yeah wow all that, i have a spot i know we're rambling so much other story anyway okay but, uh, go for it I have this spot on the Buffalo River that I love going to, uh, just for the fact that it's down way down the valley, mm-hmm. and there is absolutely no cell phone signal at all. And mm-hmm. I mean, you get down there, and it's it's you know you're stepping back in time, you're away from it, um, and it's great 
because you're on you're unplugged you're just you're it's a place where you can get you know it's a primitive kind of uh campsite place on the buffalo it's really nice yeah um it's a good place to connect with nature however at the same time and i haven't been camping out there in years the last time i went camping out there i think i had a blackberry so this uh-huh. is tell you. So, <laughs> but so you still it, yeah. i have i have been down there since then just not camping um yeah. and still the cell phone service is still as um non-existent as it was in in the blackberry days but um yeah even even with the blackberry like i noticed that i like i was like i remember that little twinge of um uh i guess i guess you could call it anxiousness like you know what's going on you know i can't for the first time in you know a while i'm not able to receive any phone calls i don't know if anything's happening at home i don't know if you know, um, if anything's happened with my family, I'm unconnected from the world. And instead of using that as a blessing and a time to connect with nature, connect with the Lord, uh, I guarantee you for the first, maybe for the first whole, you know, day, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like uh, withdrawals. You know, you're constantly mm-hmm. in panic of not being connected. Yeah. And, and you're, that's the funny thing too, because I've, I've never been down there by myself. Um, I've always been with other people and I'm like that I'm like, I wasted, it's a waste of time with them. Yeah. Because I'm, and I know they're feeling the same way. They're disconnected from their, from their little world, their networks. Uh-huh. And they're all, everybody's feeling the same. I, I believe they are. Everybody's feeling the same thing because we're not connected to that digital life anymore. Mm. and uh yeah yeah it just takes away from the whole experience that's how much that's how much is robbing us now is the fact that we when we get away from it instead of it being a blessing we we look mm. at it as a curse you know <laughs> yeah yeah no you're you're right i mean i as you're as you're re- recounting that experience i'm thinking to myself you know the vacations i've been on with my family and how many times did we you know uh, you know, have had to make sure we had our phone was to capture the most, you know, picture perfect moment with the family and whatever else, rather than I mean, how many times did it do that? How many cumulative, cumulatively, how, how much does that add up to in a week long vacation, you know, yeah. that took time from just relishing in the moment, you know? And so, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of where we, where, where, where we've gotten to. So uh, imagine then, if you will, Aaron, imagine the separation from God and what that would be like. Mm. ponder on that mm. oh, sure that mm. if anything should make you anxious if anything should make you anxious you think, <laughs> you think the separation from a phone old is bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah laugh at it not to make you know light of it but that's oh but that's some serious I mean, business that is that, that's, a, that's a good good thought you that's know a good analogy, yeah yeah and good uh uh, much like your, your puppy dog in the background, something for you to chew on this week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let us know what you think on Facebook. Give us your stories. And like I said on the post, if you want to remain anonymous, just send it to cynicalsheep.gp at gmail.com. And uh, we'll keep your identity concealed. And, um, uh, 
also like if, if you're wanting to know some just check out some there's anonymous uh if you don't want me to know who it is who you're who's who's sending me there's anonymous uh mail clients as well that you can use like, like melanator or gorilla mail something like that um and uh, just put something in the subject line of anxiety or something like that, so i know it's not spam but yeah, yeah no yeah i'd love to hear from people love to hear Love to hear some feedback, thoughts, and all that other good stuff. And uh, if we do, in fact, put that link up uh, again, I encourage everybody to go listen to Frank Pant. Yeah, it's wisdom. So it's a it's a good episode. Um, also, there is another one on anxiety. Um, I wanted to recommend as well. Um, I actually saw it last week. It is from the Huberman Lab. He is um neuroscientist with his own podcast. I actually uh, found him from another, heard him on another podcast and started following him. Um, but it's episode 10. He goes over um, anxiety and it's, it's, it's more like, I mean, for me, cause I'm not that smart. It was, it, it's more like a, um, a lecture on, and, but he does have applications of how to um, control it, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one to listen to and i'll put a link to that episode or i'll put a link to his podcast whatever i'm able to do i'll put a link to it in the show notes as well good deal yeah yeah good stuff and uh just know that uh hey if you want um if you deal with anxiety too and hey he wants to pray for you you know send that to us privately too love to pray for you we don't we haven't asked for that much but i would be honored to do that so yeah well, Tony, thank you. Thank you, Air. Guys, we thank you for listening to us. And y'all have a great week. See y'all later. See you. <laughs>